Hey, all you tea lovers. Welcome back to Tea with D. Hey, all you tea lovers. Welcome back to episode 16 of Tea with D. Today, I'm going to be talking about the five triggers for an anxious attachment. So if you've been listening or have followed along for 16 episodes by now, you know that I'm an anxious attachment, trying to be a secure. So along my journey, I've picked up some of my self-awareness tools and put them in my toolbox, and I'm now relaying them to you as a potential anxious attachment or whatever attachment style that you may be. Coming from an anxious attachment style, growing up in a back and forth environment where I was shown a lot of love and then there was withdrawn from my parents at times where I was given a lot of love and then at times my parents were so focused on their own stuff that they, I at times felt abandoned. And that's one of the core wounds for an anxious attachment. And that's one of the number one triggers is abandonment. I will be abandoned. It's something that you keep replaying in your mind, especially in relationships. And then you pick up this type of like theory or mindset in your mind following your further romantic relationships because in childhood you felt like my parents abandoned me at times like my my future partner probably will too. So you're very cognizant and very worrisome of the change in behavior or disconnect that your partner gives you, causing you to have an override in your nervous system. I remember there were so many countless times where I would overanalyze even a look or a glance or the change in voice, um, eye contact in my partners because I was so programmed from my past traumas to believe that, okay, so this is a, this is a pattern that happened before okay, this might happen again, therefore I might be abandoned. So then you go into fight or flight mode, which is not necessarily the best thing because you want to be more cognizant and self-aware to calm yourself and self-soothe. But it's because repetition reprograms the the subconscious mind and it causes you to go into a state of panic. The second one is alone. A lot of times anxious attachments don't be don't like being lonely or being alone. That's why for me, when I was at my worst stage of anxious attachment, I would call people all the time. I couldn't be in my own thoughts because I would overanalyze everything. So I would call people. I would call my best friends. I would call my significant others at the time and just like want to talk because I couldn't be in my own thoughts or I wanted that reassurance or I, that's why a lot of times when I'm in relationships, I seek a lot of validation by asking my friends or my family about certain things because I sometimes don't like to be alone or alone in my own thoughts because I don't trust myself at times. Now, as I've grown up and becoming more secure as I'm reading and listening to podcasts and really trying to not listen to my inner critic, I've become better with not um, allowing things to cross my boundaries. So I'm trying to be more tapped into my needs and my boundaries, but being alone is the cause of that. So when you're not tapped into your needs or your boundaries, you have a fear of being by yourself. And then the third is being rejected. You know, your identity depends on the people around you. And a lot of times um, that's especially for anxious attachments is do people like me? Am I included? Am I wanted? And am, am I enough? So rejection is our one, like one of our biggest fears is because we need a lot of words of affirmation, especially from our partners to feel that we're seen and wanted and needed. And a lot of times you find yourself asking yourself, wow, I do so much for this person or these people. And, you know, I don't really get that in return. It's because we as anxious attachments, poor, poor, and poor, that we're so focused on other people that we, you know, 
put our own selves in the back seat or the back burner. So ask yourself right now, do you ever notice when you're in a relationship? Cause this is something that I did where I would focus so much on my partners and making sure they were good. I know I would put myself, move all my schedule around or do things you know, to help them, to benefit them. And then you realize when you get out of the relationship, you think to yourself, wow, why am I thriving so much single? And it's not necessarily your past partner. It was because you didn't set boundaries and because you were so focused on making sure that your partner was good because your need of validation is having someone want you and need you because at a young uh, at a point in your childhood, you felt abandoned and for in order for you to feel loved, you had to pour and pour and pour and your idea of love meant the things that you provide for someone and the self-worth is not necessarily there. And so a lot of times when we anxious attachments are single, we, we see ourselves thriving and it's not necessarily because of our past partners, like I stated, it's because we're now focused on ourselves and we're showing up for ourselves. And then, you know, there's a self, there's a sense of self-dependence on people's and other people's lives. And you sometimes, this goes back to the rejection thing is, and so we do this thing where when we think we're being rejected by people that we love, you think I love so much, I must not, not I love them so much, I must not need, mean anything to them because I'm being rejected by them. And that's not necessarily the case. The fourth one is not feeling good enough. And this is the perfect analogy that I would give to people who feel like they're not good enough or they feel like someone doesn't like them and they feel, you know, as anxious and attachment, you want people to like you, you're a people pleaser, you want to be liked. So this is the best analogy for you. You could be the best tasting cup of tea in the world, the temperature, the flavor and all, but someone could still prefer and only like coffee and that's not your fault. It's just sometimes people prefer other things and that's based on previous programming and are usually the reasons, you know, don't diminish your self-worth because someone doesn't like you. If someone doesn't like you, they have their reasons. Maybe because at in childhood, they had someone that was very similar to you and that's a trigger for them. Or maybe, you know what, there's something that they see in you that they envy and they, you maybe might be jealous of or they don't like. And that has nothing to do with you. That has to do with someone else. So someone else's projection and idea of you has nothing to do with you as long as you know your own self and your self-worth. And the final trigger for an anxious attachment is being dismissed. We don't like to be unseen or ignored. We want to feel valued. And it hurts our self-worth when we don't feel like we are valued. And a lot of times is when we're um, feeling unseen, we get anxious and we overreact and we can, you know, go off the wall because you're like, I'm here. I want to be seen. And depending on your partner, it could be hard for that. And it could be a difficult situation for you. And so that's why it's very important. And I always stress this now more than ever is when you get into relationships, especially as an anxious attachment, you have to be whole and heal first. I'm still trying to heal and try to become a secure attachment. I'm starting to, um, I'm starting to set boundaries for myself and for other people around me. If I don't want to do something, I don't need to do something. If I, if I feel like my needs aren't being met, okay, I'll voice that instead of trying to perceive and make it make myself think that people should know how I feel people shouldn't know how you feel unless you voice that people can't read your mind and for me talking to multiple anxious attachments I've learned that that's something that we do is we assume that people are going to know and we expect that people are going to be able to treat us the, the, the way we want and that's not really how the world works in order for you to get something you have to ask for it in order for you to get something you have to go after it and so my whole point for today's podcast is remembering your self-worth 
when you feel abandoned, tell yourself, I will not be abandoned. And if I do, if I do get abandoned, because this is, you know, sometimes people do leave and that's okay. You tell yourself, you know what, maybe it was for the best. And you say, you know, in the moment it feels like, you know, uh, S-H-I-T, but it might be for the best for you. And when you feel alone, ask yourself, why do I feel alone? Why don't I like sitting in my thoughts? Why, what's wrong? Why, why can't I be by myself? So maybe journal how you're feeling. If you feel rejected, instead of saying, do people like me? Say, people like me. Am I, instead of saying, am I included? I am included. Instead of saying, am I wanted? I am wanted. Instead of saying, am I enough? I am enough. You know, and then not only for not being good enough is not everyone is going to be your cup of tea and you're not going to be everyone else's cup of tea and that's okay. And lastly, when people dismiss you or you feel unseen or ignored, ask yourself, is this person or situation right for me? And if, can they, can they validate me? I should validate and you should validate yourself first, but can you be validated in this relationship or partnership or whatever capacity that is? And if you can't, then that's when you take a step back and ask yourself, am I allowed, am I going to allow my self-worth to be put on the line based on how much I feel or the longevity of this relationship or person? And the answer should be no, you should have enough self-worth to be like, um, I need this, this, and this. And if I don't get this, um, I'm okay. Like I don't, I'm, I'm a, I'm a backup. I'm a backup a little bit. And that's okay too. Boundaries are there for a reason. If people cannot respect that, then you can just be like, I don't respect the fact that you don't respect my boundaries. I don't have to hate you. I don't have to dislike you. I'm just not going to vibe and jive with you. And that's totally okay. So today's episode is basically for anxious attachments to recognize your triggers, and then work through them step by step. Understand why you're feeling this way and move forward and tell yourself, I am enough. I am worthy. I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. I have all these amazing things coming and happening and are in store for me. And remind yourself that every single day. All right, guys, I'll see you next time.